Hello, Chini Amaji family. This is your host, Mark Karaki. It's been a while since you've heard from us. And uh, the reason why that is, is as they say, we have been Chini Amaji working. We haven't pushed out any new episodes for a couple of weeks. And we have been in the process of developing new programming for you, our awesome audience. The podcast has been successful, but we feel we need to evolve our programming into different uh, formats. Uh, the podcast will still remain as is, but we will be adding a few other types of content in parallel to that. What this means for you is is just better, bite-sized, juicier content, uh, which we hope uh, to, to make available by the end of, of October this year. So as you know, Impact Africa Network is an ecosystem catalytic startup studio. We are structured as a nonprofit, but we have outside ambitions. Don't let the nonprofit moniker fool you. Our ambition is to be part of changing the African narrative. Uh, we exist to ensure young, talented Africans have a shot at uh, participating in the digital transformation of Africa as creators and owners, and not just as consumers. Uh, check out our new website that uh, rolled out um, earlier this month. That was all built in-house by our team of, uh, of interns. Uh, what we do is we provide 12-month internships to talented college graduates uh, immersing them in the startup creation process. Uh, we put together teams uh, to work on well-vetted ideas, all the way from market research to proof of concept to minimum viable product solution to early customer traction. Uh, the problem we are, we are solving is the lack of support structures needed to equip Africa's young talent with the skills and the mindset required to become world-class innovators and entrepreneurs. Uh, you, you guys know that you know when we go to when. When people come out of school, a lot of, a lot of people have not been exposed to real-world situations uh, and they're not ready to engage the world. And where you enter into your professional life pretty much defines your trajectory in a lot of ways. So we as a startup studio are looking to unleash Africa's talent in the innovation and entrepreneurship space and that's where we exist. You see, there's a huge misconception out there that entrepreneurs are born and that starting a company is a solo Mercurian effort. Um, the reality is that entrepreneurs are very much made and starting a company is very much a team sport. And this is what we do as a studio, right? We take raw talent and convert it into battle-hardened innovators while at the same time creating fundamentally sound early stage startups. In essence, we build leaders, innovation leaders and launch startups. On another note, we have also been deeply immersed in our fundraising efforts. And I gotta tell you, this is a Herculean effort involving everyone across our entire organization from design, software developers, research, marketing, video production, etc. As a nonprofit, we'll rely on philanthropic and charitable donations to fund operations. And we are rolling out our crowdfunding campaign where we provide an opportunity for anyone who has a passion about changing the African narrative uh, and enabling the future we all know is possible to become a reality uh, to participate. Uh, by just giving $20 a month or 2,000 shillings a month, you can be part of creating a new African future. If you, if you can subscribe to Netflix, you can actually change lives. If you're passionate about and believe in Africa's potential, this is a wonderful opportunity to do something that will be truly transformational. And all it takes is a $20 a month subscription to uh, our crowdfunding program or 2,000 shillings a month uh, to the same. So in this context, this week's episode is all about demonstrating the impact of our program, of our intern program. 
Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Chinia Maji podcast. I'm your host, Sydney Miheso, and I am the digital marketing strategist at Impact Africa Network. Now, 2019 has been a year filled with milestones for us. Um, in February, we brought in our first batch, our first cohort, and they have settled very well. Um, they have been involved in an exciting and dynamic environment, and um, they are building quickly the mindsets required to create transformative leadership in the continent of Africa. And in June, we brought in our next new batch, and they're excited, young, talented, hungry innovators who want to be involved in Africa's digital transformation. And that's an exciting opportunity and an exciting moment for us to be um, here as Impact Africa Network. And today, they're here to share their experiences. So, sir, can you introduce yourself and what you do at Impact Africa Network? Um, so, my name is Mark Orena. Um, I'm the product development intern, EIR, basically. Um, what I do here is, one, I help in research for projects and being able to monitor and support a project all through the different phases. Mm. Um, that's one. Another thing, also, I give support, IT support, in terms of our CRM software, any other software that we use, or any IT-related you know, decisions. I have an input in that. So how did you, uh, how did you come across Impact Africa Network? Uh, so Walk yeah. me through that. Um, so how... I came across Impact Africa Network. Um, so I just finished school last year, mm-hmm, and uh, I was in Jomo University, Mathematics and Computer Science. Basically, was my field of study. Then after I finished, um, obviously you're, you're really looking into the market. Where do you fit in in this whole economy? Where will you be able to not only just do what you love, but be able to make an impact in, you know, the ecosystem? So I was referred to by a friend. Uh, where they, uh, she said. Uh, there's this opportunity to be able to be an intern, to be able to just explore what you want to do and, you know, uh, pursue that. And I think that's how I joined. I joined in February, mm-hmm. uh, early this year, and it's been an amazing journey so far. Yeah, so uh, you mentioned it's been an amazing journey. What does that do? What lessons have you learned? What have you, you mentioned earlier that you are involved in research. Mm-hmm. So how does your day-to-day, if someone doesn't understand, how does, how does that look like? Um, okay, so as I said, I do the IT support, so every time there's any problem that any of the interns have or any of the staff have, I deal with that, mm-hmm. which is a really interesting thing because you're able to study how the different softwares are out there and how they've been able to uh, be built and developed to serve a certain you know, user experience. So that's one thing that I do. Also, I pitch in with fundraising, whereby we're able to, let's say, reach out to entrepreneurs, um, founders, and people who would be able to help us uh, uh, support our cause. So I think that's like my day-to-day, I mm-hmm. say. Also research, whereby every other day it's just it's a new challenge, it's a new um, adventure basically. So you, you'll you be given something, oh, just research on this, uh, be, be able to, you know, get concrete results or, you know, research on that. On that, that's basically um, Okay, okay, okay. So um, why is what Impact Africa Network important for our ecosystem? You've mentioned um, you were looking for something that you loved to do and Impact Africa Network gave you that opportunity. Why is that important for you as a young um, innovator? Why is the work we're doing right now so important at this moment for our ecosystem? Um, just before you even go into that, yeah. how do you even be able to paint that picture of how it's important for this, um, especially Africa now, from yeah. where it is? Yeah. One, I'll just look at, uh, reflecting on my experience here so far. So nine months, uh, eight months in actually, um, so first thing you come in, you think maybe just get into coding, you know, just start building something. But the first thing is, the first uh, project I was given or task I was given was, yo, do research on this, right? 
So you're like, okay, so how do you mess up your What was the research? So actually, we were doing now the first project we were supposed to start doing was a HR software that we were able to um, pursue, basically. Oh, okay. yeah. So we did research on that, talked to a few players. That was the first thing I did. Another one that also uh, we're able to look at our, our podcast actually, and how do we, how are we able to let's say expand the reach of it? Which platform should we use? Because Africa is an underserved market per se. So there are not very many products that are Africa friendly, or how can I be able to use it in Africa and leverage it to get more audiences? So we also did that. Um, another one I'd actually even tell you. Um, this is the one of the, I think the best experiences I've had. One of the best experiences is the events. So the past speaker series one and past speaker series two. Mm-hmm. So first you you're there. Let's say in a, in a meeting, you know, with a, a group of about five people. Okay. And now the concept first of all of past speaker series mm-hmm. as an event, right? So you're talking about it. Um, Mark, our founder, uh, Mark Karake, our founder, was talking about it, and you always just see the idea, the concept. Then suddenly it starts taking shape. You first get okay. So. Who, who will be our speaker? We get Scott Chacon. That's a big deal. Yeah, who's Scott Chacon? Scott Chacon, yeah. Scott Chacon is the co-founder of GitHub, a okay. uh, CTO. Um, they sold to Microsoft, but he's still uh, an active person in the industry um, in terms of you know giving knowledge and being able to speak on ecosystem. So he's a very successful founder. So yeah. when we're able to get Scott Chacon, and even not believing it at first, but when he actually came and you'd actually see him, he's a chill-out person, and being able to even have that first-hand experience to talk to him, that was an amazing experience. The other thing was, now seeing the idea of past speaker series yeah. from conception to actualization, actualization, which is a whole thing. And in between that, there's a myriad of things that happened. I'll just share a few of them. Yeah. One, being able to find funding for that, yeah. which we were able to get a few sponsors, yeah. being able to see Mark, um, those cheesy Pauline, yeah. being able to leverage that, be able to reach out to sponsors. And these are your team, team Yeah, this is some my team members. Oh, okay. yeah. So being able to see that and actually seeing when it's a dynamic environment, it's like uh, the trenches of war. So <laughs> interesting description. Yeah, because <laughs> basically what happened when we had our first venue locked in, yeah. but now last minute changes, yeah. yeah, we can't have this venue. So how do you pivot from that? How do you Problem work? Solve. Yeah, how do you? Uh, work under that kind of pressure and we're able to pivot be able yeah. to find out another place and it was actually successful even better yeah that was really good so event planning has a huge thing yeah. for me being able to do that yeah. to do that yeah so it broadened your mind made you handle things head on yeah. have a supportive team that knows exactly what they're supposed to do yeah. and deal with what's in front of you without getting discouraged when things go wrong yeah, yeah. so there's that. Also, um, the other thing we're doing, there's also our storyteller, or Brandon. Yeah. Uh, Brandon basically does all our graphics, yeah. all the good things on our website, yeah. how we look good. Yeah. Brandon and Andrew do that. Yeah. So also we did the pitch deck, whereby you're able to pitch Impact Africa to people. Yeah. Being able to just say it out loud. This is what we do, this yeah, is why so we, we do, do it. This is what we do it and, and all that. Oh, okay. And repeating it and repeating it, it becomes boring at, at first. Yeah. But when you're now meeting people and you're pitching it, yeah. it just becomes second nature to you. So I think pitching has become a huge part of my life. Okay. But you're able to explain over and over again. Yeah. And being able to meet uh, industry players, as I said, I met Scott, yeah. Sh- Shakon. 
Um, I met Dr. Samia Maski of Fuse Machines Fuse also. Machines. And being Fuse able Machines to use, is, uh, Fuse Machines is um, an AI company wow. based in New York. Yeah. He was here for our past speaker series too. Okay. So it was also a huge success. Yeah. Shout out to Azure for hosting us. Yeah. yeah so that's basically that. Yeah, that's incredible. So it's amazing your trajectory. You started thinking, I'm just going to do coding because that's yeah. what you learned in uni. But there's a whole different world that you've been exposed to. And you have grown from all the projects you've been involved in. So would you recommend this to a friend, a colleague, or someone in your network? I would recommend this to myself <laughs> three years back. <laughs> I would have done that. Have yeah, I, would have, I would tell myself, you should have been here as early as possible. Yeah. So I, would, I would totally yeah. recommend this for anyone who want, wants to be able to start their own business, yeah. be able to take on a project by themselves. Because yeah. the key lessons you learn all through one, yeah. Um, you have to take responsibility of your output yeah. and everything. So whatever ta- task you're given, you have to do the groundwork, corner every like case, yeah. and do all that. You, you have to do that. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, two actually. Yeah. And also, um, your, uh, your output is equal to your team's output. Yeah. Right? You cannot work in a, in a silo or an isolated place. You have to really work coordinate yeah. with everyone else, be able to do to. Um, being able to basically just coordinate and be able to have that teamwork, right? right? I think that's another huge thing that you have to like really do. Um, so I would recommend it to every other person to be able to just have that exposure, learn from successful entrepreneurs and all that. Yeah. So I would definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. thank you so much, Mark, for your thoughts. Yeah. Actually, Mark is part of cohort number one. So we call him the OG of Impact Africa Network. Yeah. and. He's really had tremendous growth and been part of an exciting and vibrant environment. So thank you, Mark, for sharing your thoughts. Yeah, Santa Thank you. Next, we have Pauline. Hi, Pauline. Hi. Tell us about yourself. Uh, hi, my name is Pauline Yadira. I'm the financial analyst and a member of the fundraising team here at Impact Africa Network. I have a background in actuarial science from GFAT and wow. mathematical finance from Strathmore University. So math, you just love math. Yeah, it just it, it was just natural for me. Yeah, impressive, impressive. Thank so, you. how's the experience been working at Impact Africa Network? Um, the experience has been phenomenal. First of all, I joined in February this year, and uh, it's been it's been amazing. Um, most more so on the fundraising part, because uh, that's the, that has been my main focus. Um, being able to research on people who have built companies from scratch and have made, have turned them into mega billion dollar companies that are major industry players like out there in the world wow. and it's really inspiring and uh, to imagine that we also that can do the same here in Africa yeah. for our own people is truly amazing mm-hmm. yeah so um, and on the same breath on the fundraising team, um, we've been learning about putting our message across as Impact Africa Network. We've been um, talking to some of these building founders, people who have also exited, and now we are entering into a new phase where we are reaching out to the diaspora, uh, Kenyans or just Africans living abroad who are in contact with um, such industry players as I've mentioned earlier. And we're just trying to put our message across so that people understand fully what we're doing and what a big impact it will cause here, yeah. here in Kenya now, and in Africa. Yeah. Now you mentioned that you have been in contact with 
founders who have made millions, have um, developed innovative ideas, mm -hmm. and you talk to them on a daily basis yeah. to support the work we do at Impact Africa Network. Yeah. What lessons have you learned from that fundraising process? Um, I've learned, first of all, that uh, it takes a lot of work. Like, it takes so much to build a company, okay. and at Impact Africa, we've gotten an, an opportunity to be able to delve into different things. Yeah. Like, even as someone who majored in financial things, yeah. I've been able to be in a fundraising um, team, which is something that I never thought I would ever do. Yeah. I've also delved in, delved in event planning and um, production of our pitch decks as well, and you know, just being able to wear different hats all the time. Yeah, yeah so that's what I've learned from all those people who are successful that yeah. they also had to do similar things, yeah. like just be good at many different things. Yeah, because building yeah. a company is yeah. a lot of things. It's a lot of things. And you have to know all of them. Yeah, you can't just be one thing. One side. Yeah, yeah, one side. Now, you mentioned earlier um, you're involved in messaging, getting what Impact Africa Network is doing um, to our audience. And um, our audience are the local ecosystem and also existing founders. Yeah. Now, why is the work we're doing at Impact Africa Network? Why is it important from, as you mentioned, you've been involved in the messaging. Why is it so important for... Africa and our ecosystem at the moment. Yeah, so it's very important that that people know what Impact Africa is doing. And uh, I haven't yet mentioned that I also do research and development, just researching on um, like industry trends and what um, what is the main interest for yeah. people who are in the tech world. Yeah. And we found that artificial intelligence is a big thing. And uh, we actually hosted an event to launch Jenga School, which is an artificial intelligence slash machine learning school. Uh, this was the power speaker too. Yeah, this was the power speaker too. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we've learned that there's a huge demand for artificial intelligence, yeah. just learning how or what it is. Yeah. And we, we, I find it important for Impact Africa Network to be the one to put this out into the world because it's really aligned with what's happening in the rest of the world. Like AI is taking over everything yeah. and everywhere. Oh. Like it, we are just like right there with the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Because as we've known before, Africa is always left out from such things when the rest of the world is moving on and creating new things we, we somehow are the last people to like figure it out or something but with the Impact Africa Network we are right there on the for, forefront with everyone else, everyone and, else. Yeah. Yeah. and they think that's very important for even the African youth to be part of yeah. Yeah. so would you recommend Impact Africa Network um, to your friends to be part of? Absolutely, I would. This, as I mentioned, this is a front row seat to the amazing tech companies that will come out of Impact Africa. Yeah. So, who wouldn't want to be a part of it? Part of yeah, of course, I would recommend it. It's yeah, amazing. I mean, Pauline has so many things she does. I was going to ask you, what don't you do? <laughs> but clearly, as you said, 
um, working for Impact Africa Network has opened up your mind to take any challenge yeah, and yeah. learn and also not just be one-sided, yeah. take the full picture. Open up your mind to all manner of possibilities. Wow, that's awesome. So thank you, Pauline. Again, part of cohort number one, an amazing, amazing, talented young innovator. As you mentioned, math, like don't mess with her with math. I mean, she just knows it. But she's been involved in different things and it's amazing to see um, her experiences and what she has learned. And that's an incredible projection into the future of what Impact Africa Network is about. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. And finally, uh, our last intern from cohort number one is Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm okay. I'm good. So how, are th how have things been? Because you've been in Impact Africa since January. So yeah. Are, yeah. So how have things January. been so far? Well, it's been nine months. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because we just got into October. Okay. Around three weeks from now will be ten months. Ten I think. Wow. Yeah. Well, so far it's been it's been great. I mean, I can't complain. Mm. Uh, joining, I had not yet graduated. I oh, was wow. waiting for graduation. Which university? Uh, yeah, I was, I was doing environmental science at Kenyatta University. Okay. Yeah, but I am the graphic design intern for Impact Africa Network. Yeah. And uh, graphic design is a skill I picked up in university. Okay. It's something that I was very interested in, but uh, from learning and the coursework, I didn't really have an opportunity to put it into practice. Into practice. And so Impact Africa Network has given me that environment yeah. to, you know, to actualize the skill, to grow in it, to build confidence. Yeah, and I feel, I feel comfortable with it as I continue to learn and to experiment different aspects of uh, designing. Yeah, so it's been an exciting journey, full of learning, and that's what I was looking for, an opportunity to grow what I know and to work with people who are also improving their skills. Yeah. So is graphic design self-taught, or you have to do a professional course? Or? Uh, initially, it was an interest in me. Oh, it was just an interest. I remember after high school, I was, I was making logos uh, using word marks. Wow, okay. Just... An idea I had in my head, I tried to represent it. And so slowly, slowly, I pushed myself into environments where I was forced to learn new things. Oh, okay. yeah, with Isaac, I, was, uh, I transitioned from paint to using PowerPoint. Okay. And uh, with IN, I've managed to move from PowerPoint to different Adobe software, yeah. things like Illustrator, Illustrator. Uh, XD, yeah. uh, Figma for you know landing pages. So a range of, of, of a range. new new yes. new software to help you grow your graphic design. Yes. So actually, it's even good you mentioned some of the programs and the softwares you've used at Impact Africa Network because yeah. that was leading me to my next question. So yeah. you mentioned you've been involved with the graphic designer. Mm -hmm. So could you name a project that you've been involved in that you are really proud of? Oh, just one. So many. <laughs> just one. <laughs> well. I think if I had to choose, yeah. it would have to be the the H one report because it has been uh, a project where a lot of reflecting was needed. Uh, these are achievements that I was part of, so I had to put it in a way that not only captured uh, the achievements, if, you know, in an overview, but also to capture the essence and to kind of frame it in a way that shows the impact it 
actually had on us as uh, members of the organization mm. and generally the, the ecosystem. ecosystem. Those are some of the things we did. Mm. So like, yeah. just a run through, okay, so what are the achievements? Um, Mark, Paulina mentioned the Power Speaker series, yeah. both one and two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shinya Maji Podcast. The podcast, of course. I hope you're enjoying. But yeah. yes, this is an amazing platform. Well, there was also the setting up of gender school. Yes, gender school, the AI school. Yes. Yeah, and so that also involved a lot of design aspects, yeah, yeah. you know, regarding the branding, all those things. Yeah. yeah, and I was excited with that. And then your new friends called number two. Yeah, and then also, the, the, the team expanded, yeah. and so there was a lot of collaboration yeah. and working together, and that is something that I, I love a lot. Yeah. So what yeah. lessons did you learn from that process of creating the H1 report? Well, that you didn't know before? From the, I guess, because every day you learn, the thing that I think I learned a lot from the pre preparation or creation of the H1 report was working together. I mean, I remember it was, it was very challenging to kind of represent uh, a lot of information in just one, one report, one, mm -hmm. one document. And it involved consulting people, asking people from, for their perspectives mm -hmm. and how to interpret different forms of data. I got very many references from colleagues, uh, examples of templates and reports by other organizations which would guide me in the process. And so... You're kind of doing research at the same time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the research, mm -hmm. you know, you need to go back to uh, some of the some of the tools we use and, yeah. and get the data because that needs to be represented. Yeah. So yeah, it pushed me out of my comfort zone and had me working with people to kind of integrate everything that happens everywhere. Yeah, yeah it was it was hands-on and yeah, you actually were also kind of in charge of the same. Yeah. And yeah, we worked together. I remember was an experience. The adjustment, yeah, <laughs> I guess, in short, yeah, it was an experience. And now finally we have, very, yeah. Yeah, we have a nice H1 report. Yeah, and we have a H1 report that we still use to refer to, to yeah. those achievements. Because I guess something I've realized is when you are on the ground and you are working towards your goal, yeah. it's, it's, it's very easy to, you know, to forget where, you've come yeah, from. where you, you come from. Yeah, yeah like... You just, you just, when you're looking ahead, when you're focusing in, in front, it's not easy to, you know, hold uh, everything that you've come from, in the, uh, you've come from. So the H1 report kind of is a solid way to look at the achievements that you've done, and that kind of re-energizes us as we trend forward. Yeah. yeah. Now, your story is very interesting. Environmental science, doing graphic design, and you've built a complete expertise in that field. Mm. So my question is, you're put in an environment where you can explore what you liked doing but didn't have an avenue to express it mm. and impact Africa network. Mm. With that in mind, why is the work we're doing so important, in your view, for our ecosystem, for the young innovators like you? would like a chance at something that what you are doing. Why is it so important what we're doing? I think this is something that I've said a lot yeah. but it still holds to be true to me. Yeah. Uh, the, the work that this organization is doing is very important because it's giving 
people are a safe environment yeah. to experiment yeah. and to actually do real work that amounts to something. And I don't think there's a better way to teach people or to help people grow their skills than to actually um, than to actually than to actually put them in that environment where they do what they will be doing mm, in the and they have a robust support system that yeah, enables the them system. to just test it out and see what happens exactly no, no. so yeah the safe environment works a lot and working with people who are like minded or thinking in the same direction yeah, yeah. thinking in the same direction and if i think if how many if a hundred people were to actually come out of such an experience yeah. they would be more empowered yeah. more confident and ready to actually uh, make an impact and pursue whatever it is that they are, they are doing in a better way in a better yeah, way. and achieve results so my final question is a bit of a tricky one mm-hmm. would you go back to doing environmental science knowing what you have known now knowing what i know now yeah would you go back because now you're a guru at graphic design yes so would you go back to environmental science or would you like to be in a position where graphic design well that's that's actually a, <laughs> so I was calling a, it a tricky question. question i think if my parents are listening they also want to know the answer to that question you know well as i said when i was starting out i had not yet graduated ah, okay. and yes i got the degree in july yeah we are now in october yeah so that's actually a question that I'm asking myself. <laughs> you're learning, like you said, it's every day you're learning something. Yeah, learning something. Yeah. Because with a degree that was uh, four years of, of of training. Yeah. But maybe I haven't gotten an environment to uh, practice that. Okay. But for the skill or something I was interested in, yeah. learned on the way yeah. and got environment to train on that. Uh, I think to answer that question, the best thing would to have a project that yeah. maybe involves both of them okay and yeah then they can make an informed decision Informed-y. from there and at impact africa we have projects yeah and the projects are always diverse i would love to be part of such a project awesome. and see what amounts to that Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. thank you for answering my hard question Brandon. <laughs> but uh, but i like your answer i like the fact that mm-hmm. you have grown and you took your passion to great heights, and now you're part of a team that um, is trying to change the African narrative, yeah. showing that we can do, we just need to change our mindset, we mm-hmm. just need to think in a different way. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things Impact Africa Network um, instills in us every day, mm-hmm. high integrity, high performance, high collaboration. Yeah. And from you working on H1, that's an example of high integrity, high performance, high collaboration, to get results done. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time. No, no. I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you. You too. (laughs) Next, we have Andrew. Andrew is joining cohort number two. Hi, Andrew. Um, Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Are you excited about being part of Impact Africa Network? Uh, I am. I have been for quite a while. For quite a while. Yeah. So tell us about yourself. Um, Yeah, my name is Andrew. Um, I am the video production intern at Impact Africa Network. And it's been quite the journey. Uh, we learned quite quite a lot. Quite a lot. Yeah, we've been from day one. The first day, day came. I've been shooting, so there's a lot. There's a lot that I've grasped, grasped during that time. So before we get into your day to day and all the lessons and all that stuff, 
How did you come across Impact Africa Network? I'm curious. Um, so, wow. You actually brought me. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember we joined around the same time, yeah. and uh, you, uh, Mark, our boss, yeah. asked you to if you could know anyone who does video. Yeah. And uh, you re- immediately reached out to me, and yeah. yeah, we came here the following day. I remember yeah, after the call, you came here the following day, and yeah. Uh, yeah, Mark really gave me the opportunity to 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 really express. What I love doing. Oh, and, okay. uh, yeah, it's a well, day. It's a day that I really remember. Uh, so it's the opportunity to completely express yourself yeah. in a safe environment. That yes, I introduced you. Yeah. I'm taking full credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, of course, you had your own personal uh, desires that yeah. Impact Africa Network kind of met you halfway, and you're like, yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I was actually doing my own gigs on the side. Yeah. I mean, full time at, at, at that time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when Impact Africa Network reached out, or rather when we came here, yeah. I saw this as an opportunity to uh, Im- improve my skills in a really well-controlled environment yeah. and understand how uh, the, it, the little things you know, when it comes to editing and uh, doing that, that video work that I would definitely not have gotten by yeah. being by myself. So now you mentioned that you're the video, forgive me for forgetting, producer. video producer, <laughs> yes, that's the one. Yeah. So what lessons have you learned? Um, uh, something that I had not come across or not even done at all was script writing. Okay. That's something that uh, is crucial to how every video is done yeah. and it's something I <laughs> I had no I had no real real understanding of and yeah as I mentioned from day one we started shooting okay what did you so, shoot um, the first video one of our first videos actually our first videos was a, was a podcast okay. from this same environment this podcast yeah not this podcast but uh, yeah no. uh, actually yeah this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing a special edition yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh-huh. um was this podcast and uh, one of the very first videos we did that actually needed scripting was our half year report. Okay. Um, it was actually a very, I'm very proud of that video. It was actually the first video we did which was uh, kind of scripted yeah. and the quality was really good. Really good. And I think it is one, it is the most viewed video on our YouTube. Our uh, YouTube page. Yeah. So uh, doing that, uh, you know, during video you need to understand how the sound will be, your environment, the script, um, how whoever's in front of the camera looks, are they properly dressed, are they presented well, yeah. and um, yeah, the framing of the video. So uh, that, was, that was the first video we did and that was really my first introduction to script writing. To script writing. And I think it turned out pretty, pretty well. Pretty, yeah, pretty the, well. Views, the views kind of yeah. tell the story. <laughs> it turned out pretty well. Yeah. Um, Another thing I've learned is organization of media. Okay. So I deal with a lot of GB on, on GB gigabytes worth of data. Top data. Okay. So I need to know how to um, to arrange them. Okay. Uh, to organize them so when we are editing, they're easily accessible and yeah, just speeds up my workflow. Yeah. Uh, definitely before I was not dealing with this much of okay. storage. Okay. Uh, but. Yeah, uh, I have. It has forced me to be organized. Be organized. To be really organized. I was organized before, but right now it has forced me to, to the T. Really organized. Yeah, yeah. So you can get all your all your uh, yeah. pieces together yeah. to tell the story of what Impact yeah. Africa Network is doing. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I've really learned, and this is 
quite frankly, the most important is the yeah. art of storytelling. Okay. I need to actively be aware of what's happening in your organization okay. because in the future, we will keep releasing a lot of videos. Yeah. Videos will be really important on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Probably next year will be about over 70% of what is consumed on okay. the internet. Yeah. So I need to understand everyone's story, how the, where the organization is going, what we are doing at that time yeah. or this day. Yeah. So I know whether we are filming, I can film that and can be used in future projects. And uh, yeah, I just need to have a very good understanding of our company, what we are doing. So yeah, yeah. So storytelling was really important. Was really important. I mean, it's interesting because Brandon uh, mentioned earlier that he was involved in the graphic design of H1, yeah. and you are involved in the video version of H1. Yeah. So that's just clearly. And he mentioned that work would have been done by himself, but work in a team. Yeah. And you've kind of echoed those thoughts that what the messaging has to remain the same, whether it's document or video, video. and how can you work together, yeah. collaborate to make sure the same message gets out there. Yeah. Collaboration has been a big part. Of a big part, yeah. Because ah. we need to understand with uh, Brandon how what graphics will appear on the video. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So you mentioned half year H1. It's yeah. called H1 report. Yeah. Actually, it's called H1 report. Yeah. That's your best so far. Number two. Uh, number two. I like most recent uh, changing our hundred founders definitely. Our hundred founders is our campaign uh, to reach out to a hundred exited founders or just founders yeah. um, to give us grants or donate to us yeah. to support what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so messaging that that has been my biggest project here. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was not easy, yeah. but we really got it out. And uh, a positive note on that is actually one founder, one exited founder yeah. uh, from Toronto, Canada, I think, yeah. actually saw that video and emailed us wow. wanting to <coughs> wanting to help to, us to, to donate. Wow, that's incredible. So it's, it's a pretty amazing feeling when, <laughs> when you get that kind of response. It's really good for the organization. Yeah, uh, I really. It's good for me, yes, but it's as a amazing. amazing so it's even good you mentioned the hundred founders challenge because that leads me to my next question. Yeah. Why is the work we're doing as Impact Africa Network? Why, in your view, is it important in our ecosystem? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I feel like this is something that's really needed. Yeah. We need to to make our youth indulge in this um, tech development. Uh, of, of the world, as we said in one of our videos, Africa is kind of the last front for tech development. Yes, and I mean, people people are looking uh, for a way to kind of make profit. Let me say profit for their companies from outside. Yeah. So we need we need to we need to rally our youth yeah. to to understand, uh, be more conversant with tech. Yeah. And yeah, build companies that are homegrown, homegrown and you know take charge of our own ecosystem. That's true. That's true. And uh, yeah, I think that's something that's very important because we have all the ingredients. Yeah. And Impact Africa Network is providing, I would say, the structures for yeah. you to grow. Like you mentioned, the trajectory from the first time you came to now um, getting a response from a founder, and a founder is someone who owns a business that has that that. Is worth millions mm-hmm. and employees. It was an exited founder. Exited so founder. So how you how you how you capture his attention is different from 
everyone else because you're wanting to help the organization and yeah. for you to get that response clearly shows that there's talent yeah. we need a, a environment where talent can be nurtured mm -hmm. to contribute to the ecosystem and as you mentioned tech africa has been booming yeah. and we are the last frontier when it comes to tech innovation so why not be at the at the lead front of that by improving your skills and um, being part of uh, startup, being part of a founding team, which is what Impact Africa Network gives to the interns who join our program. So, thank you so much for your time, Mr. Video Producer. I got that right. You got that. Thank <laughs> you so much, and uh, yeah. we wish you success in the future. And thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. Thank you very much. Up next, we have Mungai. Mungai is joining us uh, as part of Cohort 2, and we're super excited to have him on board. And we're super excited to have him here on the podcast sharing his experiences so far. So, hi Mungai. Hi. How are you? Very good, Jeff. So, I'm good. So, tell us tell us about yourself. Um, okay. My name is James Mungai. I prefer Mungai for some reason. I like how you put it the James yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh, I went to school at uh, Kenyatta University, okay. did my undergraduate in psychology, mm -hmm. but for some funny reason, always end up working in tech. Not that I'm complaining, it's perfectly fine <laughs> by me. Yeah. Uh, part of the second cohort here at Impact Africa Network. I do mostly outreach and fundraising and a bit of market research, and that mainly touches on my day-to-day -day activities. Day -to -day activities. Yeah. So what lessons have you learned from doing uh, your day-to-day -day activities? A lot, yeah. a lot, quite, quite a lot. It's Just hard a few. to pick out a few, <laughs> but I think the most important one yet has to be the understanding and the knowledge of how the business topography and environment works globally. Because for the lay person or just the average average person, you usually hear big companies or even you know uh, average companies that are doing quite remarkable things, and you don't really understand their internal workings, how they function, and I think that's one thing through the fundraising and outreach team uh, work which we do here at Impact Africa Network. I've been able to learn. It requires you to sit down and dig deep into the internal functioning of most of these companies and mm -hmm. figure out a way to break into them and for them to hear us out since we're still uh, in the process of fundraising. Oh. So that's, that's, been, that's been big. Also trying to find a common, common ground yeah, so, where they can listen to our messages. Yeah, so firstly trying to understand their kinks as a company. So that uh, when the up, when you reach to the approach stage, you yeah. have a proper structure of how you're going to try yeah. to get this uh, to these people. It initially didn't sound like something that was going to be really hard, but okay. the, the more you get to it, the more you realize how you need to. Uh, uh, your message needs to be specific for every audience. People are different, yeah. similar to companies. Companies are different. Yeah. You wouldn't approach company X the same way you would approach company Y. Yeah. You really need to figure out the internal mechanisms, what to do, what not to do, what to say, what not to say, in order for you to achieve your intended results. Right. And uh, I guess the target audience is the states or just globally? Um, any idea of the location of the companies you're Most, reaching out to? Mostly, generally actually, globally, because yeah. Yeah, the bigger the audience, we wouldn't want to limit it to a single scope. Uh, we wouldn't want to have tunnel vision per se where we have just one audience in mind. So the more people we can reach out to globally, the, the better. better. Mm. And it's actually good you mentioned that you've been working, or you, find your, you found yourself weirdly, <laughs> in yeah. your words, in the tech space. And mm -hmm. that actually leads me to my next question in the sense that Africa has gotten a lot of attention from the global markets mm -hmm. in terms of um, tech uh, we're a growing market. Mm -hmm. uh, 
in terms of tech absorption, young population, um, tech savvy. Um, so why is the work we're doing important? Why do you feel from you contacting these other people, uh, sorry, companies mm -hmm. um, in the global space, why do you feel like what we're doing at this time is important and why should they hear us out? Uh, personally, I feel that Africa has always been the place. Okay. Our stories have always been told by outsiders and have always been murky and mad with mm. uh, negativity and all that, but it always has been the place. We're a very self-sustainable continent mm. and it's unfortunate that a lot of people do not know that. One of the things we believe here is Impact Africa Network and I think this is a global ideology is that genius is evenly distributed but uh, uh, opportunity is not. Yeah. We believe that there are brilliant minds out here. We believe that there are people with the capability to do exceptional things in our own backyard, but yeah. they do not have the necessary representation. They do not have the people to hold their hand and walk, walk them through that process yeah. of conception to execution. So the work we're doing at Impact Africa Network is really important because we want to provide that sort of uh, that hand to these brilliant individuals out there who have amazing ideas but do not have do not have a sight of the path they intend to walk. So how long have you been uh, part of the program as part of course too? Uh, October officially marks my fourth month here. It's been it's been intense. Mm. It's been a very steep learning curve. It's been you know the a true knowledge and true learning is only acquired through experience. Yeah. That's one thing I really love about Impact Africa Network. Yeah. You just throw into the sharks, you're told, you know, figure out how to survive. Which is, which is <laughs> really course, nice. There's a safety net. Yeah, there's a safety <laughs> net. Actually, there would be a safety net. I mean, no one would just yeah, true, throw you under the bus that way. But yeah, so it's it's been intensive, but I've enjoyed every bit. Yeah, and look at you now talking to, to global companies and learning how they're structured. I hope they're listening. Yeah, that's impressive. That's impressive. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Another young innovator to join Impact Africa Network as part of Code 2 is Daisy. Hi, Daisy. Hi. I am good. Hi. You, look, you look really happy. I am. I am. Are you happy to be part of Impact Africa Network? I'm very, very happy. Okay. Tell us what you do. Uh, so, as I said, my name is Daisy. Okay. Daisy Chilagat, Lagat. And I am part of the second cohort for Impact Africa Interns and I am part of the fundraising team. Ah. So before you go any further, how did you get to this point? Walk us through. Uh, which university did you go to? Oh, I went to Moy University. I studied communication and public relations. I am so waiting to graduate. Yeah. But yes, very soon. And I I learned of Impact Africa Network through a friend of mine and I got really excited because I've always wanted to be in the tech space. Okay. And this was my chance this and I just chance. took it. Yeah. So why do you want to be in the tech space? Any particular interests? I have always been excited about tech. Yeah. I started, I, there's actually a group that we formed, it's called Dream with Code, and I always wanted to learn how to code. I started learning it on my own, and wow. it's really exciting for me. It's something I've always been passionate, passionate about. about. Yeah. And now you find yourself in an environment with like-minded people. Exactly. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, as long as you put your mind towards it. Yes. Now, what lessons have you learned as being part of the Impact Africa Network? Uh, well, coming out of uni, okay. I always thought I was going to be to do just the basic communication stuff. I thought I knew everything about communication. Okay. I thought I knew everything about market research because those are the things I've been learning for the past four years. Mm. And I, I was sure I was 
perfect. perfect. <laughs> but I came here and whoa, <laughs> culture shock if I, if I call it that. Okay. Because uh, there's so much that we're not taught in in a classroom that you have to experience and I have experienced it. I have been able to learn how to communicate with people who are much higher in the they call it food chain. Food chain. Let's call them accomplished. Yes, yeah. they are accomplished. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they are people who I never thought I would be able to associate or have a conversation with. But here, being part of the fundraising team and doing these campaigns, yeah. I was able to get the opportunity to talk to these people and actually find out that they're actually human beings like you and me. They are people who understand your struggles and go through the same things that we go through. Just how you communicate to them. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> and each and every day that I'm here, I learn something new. Okay. I get to interact with people who are from different backgrounds, different education systems, yeah. and it's really interesting, interesting. Honestly, it's a learning experience every single day. Yeah. So why is the work um, we're doing as Impact Africa Network? Why do you feel it's important? And you mentioned one actual fact that tech is in Africa um, a booming um, growth to to really catapult us to the levels we want to be in and that mm. is um, the next I would say Silicon Valley or even beyond. Mm-hmm. So why do you feel the work we're doing here as Impact Africa Network focusing on the talented young innovators? Why is that important? First of all I want to clearly mention the fact that in Africa, one thing that we suffer from is unemployment. The youth, yes. each, somebody leaves uni and they have a, they have, they live with honors and they come back to, they come to the outside world and they can't find a job, they can't find employment. They everywhere. Most support structures. Yes, then everyone wants you to have five years experience just coming out of uni yeah. and that's something that we can't have. Yeah. And Impact Africa is giving us this opportunity to actually be part of a founding team, be, be a founder of something, be part of an... We get to create our own employment. Wow. And it's... I, I believe that it's really important for yeah, us. Yeah. And it's something that we need. It's a gap that we need filled. Yeah. And I'm really glad to be part of a team that is there to fill that gap. Fill that gap. Also, uh... The work that we're doing is aimed at creating an Africa that we believe in. Many people out there think that Africa is just another country. It's just where animals are. People <laughs> come here to see animals and and go away. But <laughs> there's true. so many brilliant minds and brilliant ideas that have come from Africa, which yes. I believe we need to embrace and take those ideas and make them something big and I believe in the near future we're going to be the next big thing. Absolutely and that kind of leads to our mission. Our vision is to create great African com- yes. co- companies led by Africans by Africa. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now, final question. As you mentioned, your friend recommended you to Impact Africa. Uh-huh. Would you do the same? I would. Gladly. <laughs> I should hear how I talk to my friends about my job. I, I swear, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love working at Impact Africa. I love the people. I love our team, our CEO is amazing, yeah. and every single individual in this team has taught me something that I will keep for the rest of my life. 
no matter where I am, I will always keep it. And that is something I would want everyone else to experience. Yeah. Wow, thank you so much for sharing your Thank thoughts. you. And finally, we have Jose and Kefa. Uh, They're part of Code 2. Karibu sana. So tell us more about yourselves and what you do at Impact Africa Network. Uh, so my name is Kefa Motuma. I'm Jose Asiuti. And we are part of the software development team here at Impact Africa. Uh, essentially, our work is to, to develop products from the website to software products. So walk me through um, your journey um, up to this point. Uh, my journey to Impact Africa, uh, quite interesting. Mm. Uh, my first interaction with Impact Africa Network was from social media, a WhatsApp group. Okay. And uh, the founder, Mark, was talking about the progress he had made with the company as a company, the H1 report for 2019. So I went to YouTube, watched it, and I got the gist of what Impact Africa is, the mission they have, changing the African narrative, how they give internship program to young innovators, how they have a startup studio to help nurture the young talent. So I made a call to Mark and I was given an interview. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> That's <laughs> impressive. Yeah. yeah. And luckily I passed. Yeah. Here I am now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my journey uh, discovering all this was uh, was a consumer of the podcast and was a big fan of uh, the work Mark was doing. And being a techie as well, I was uh, partly uh, learning how to develop products and uh, transitioning them into businesses. And we met with Mark a couple of times in uh, many events. And I explained to me the kind of work he's trying to do, the kind of products he's trying to develop. And I decided why not uh, plug in and uh, do this as a team. As a team. So you mean the Chinyamaji podcast? Yeah, Chinyamaji podcast. Wow, yeah. look at you, man. From listening to being part of the team, that's yeah. impressive. So what lessons have you guys learned uh, being part of Impact Africa Network? We've mm, uh, learned a lot. Yeah. Mm, I've learned a lot of how things work out okay. as a company and I've learned uh, a lot of team collaboration, working with the dev team, working with other departments such as market research, digital marketing and I say I've developed more as a person, a person who is ready for the corporate world, I'm able to talk to clients, uh, I'm able to talk with my colleagues, work well project management skills and pretty much I've learned about solving problems uh, in a more practical way rather than the theoretical way and I'm still learning yeah I'm still learning That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, for me uh, the main learning is how I could uh, apply my skills as a techie towards developing products that are viable for the market and that mostly involves uh, most of the time not even coding uh, transitioning from that to actually talking to users uh, getting the concept from idea stage to uh, discovering if the market actually wants it and then uh, executing on that that's impressive so more than just as he mentioned yeah. more than just coding you're just not typing code you're doing the end user yep. and the whole process yeah, in the same space uh, wow, that's impressive, that's impressive, that's impressive. So, thank you so much guys for sharing your thoughts. Would you recommend Impact Africa Network to your fellow techies? Uh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, the environment at Impact Africa, it's conducive for yeah. growing. 
program, yeah. Yeah, especially for young talent. Yeah. And people want to make an impact in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely recommend it, especially to young innovators who want to um, who have ideas but don't know, uh, don't have a framework on how to execute on that. Uh, because essentially, the idea of a startup studio is to give you an environment on where to test out things, fail, uh, fail fast, uh, know what uh, what made you fail, then test it another, and eventually you'll succeed. Yeah. Awesome, man. Thank you guys for your time. Sure. And thank you so much for sharing your experience. Okay. Awesome. Thank you.